We are live. Okay. We are live. Welcome to we the live? Marketing Show. Episode 40. Yeah. Finally, we break another digit. Hi, hi everyone. Uh, this is Jason. We have a very special guest here, you know, Tifa. Uh, Tifa is going to share with us a lot, a very interesting topic about, you know, freelancing. But before that, before we roll into the whole thing, just want to quickly do a quick introduction. If this is the first time you watch this, welcome to the Tree Marketing Show. The idea is very simple. Every Wednesday night at 10 p.m. in Malaysia time. I'm not sure where, where you're watching this from. And Singapore time uh, also. Yeah, in Singapore time and Philippine times. And, you know, this is the region that we serve at the moment. But, of course, we do have some viewers coming from all around the world. But nonetheless, this is where we go live for an hour to discuss one specific topic about usually digital marketing or anything related to it, right? So today, we have Tifa here. But before that, uh, meet my, my, my co-host uh, here, you know, Andrew, the guy, the floating head, you know. Uh, so that's Andrew, who is an email conversion specialist. You know, this guy is from Malaysia. And we have Manfred here, the guy who is forever in yellow, like uh, the minion dude. You know, basically, this guy is really good at Facebook ads and finding things. And we have Tifa here. She lectured us at the backstage about, you know, all these grammar thing and all that. Wow, thank you so much. You know what? We all like, we all need all this help, seriously. But, you know, we have a very special topic today which is about freelancing but tifa herself is very much into uh, she's a copywriter is that correct tifa but yes. i'll let andrew do the introduction because you are you're actually being brought in by andrew andrew you're up okay sure so uh just to put some context uh you know we we all have been going through the pandemic for almost what one and a half years and you know you've heard of stories of people losing either losing their job or either basically having their income, you know, basically lose, losing part of their income. And, and now there's this need to find ways to supplement this income that's lost and having a side gig or even doing a freelancing way is actually a possible or viable way of doing it. And when I was looking at it, I, I personally, I'm actually doing, you know, the, the freelancing kind of work and for the last six months and I, there are, you know, certain skill sets or there are certain things that you need to know. And what I did is I actually reached out to, you know, as, as, as you expected to the internet and, you know, I found Tifa and she's part of uh, Canada's Youth WYODC, which I'm also part of it, uh, the group. And I talked to her and, and she's, I found out, you know, uh, her story and I, I think that it is, and it would be nice to have her to come on to the show to basically share about her own experience uh, doing freelancing work and also copywriting. So instead of me just talking to her and learning on my own, I decided to say, why don't you know ask her to come on the show so that everybody gets to get some tips and so and she said yes, which is you know I'm totally grateful for that. So, so ladies much. and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce you to Miss Tifa Ong. Tifa, please share with us about yourself. But before that, right, I think this is your fan. Huh? Just say hi to Peiyun. Peiyun, you know, I think this is Tifa's friend. Welcome in, Peyun. Hey. This is the first time we see Hi. you here. Hi, Peyun. Okay. Looks so, like the stars are aligned. <laughs> 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 because she, she, she actually commented that if the stars are aligned, I, I will join. So yeah, tonight awesome. the stars are aligned. The stars are aligned. Awesome. awesome. So what's the story, Tifa? All right. So uh, this is introduction, right? I mean, no. yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. Lecturing okay. is to be done in the backstage. Yeah, sorry. I mean, I'm a bit nervous over here talking to teacher over here. Is it okay? We're in uh, no, no, no. I mean, I mean, uh, like, like I'm not, I'm not a teacher yet. So just call me okay. Tifa. 
So okay. uh, I'm, I, I initially started as a content writer. Then now I have transitioned into a copywriter where, where I specialize in telling stories and also combining education, persuasion, and the emotional human touch together into, into a business's uh, sales, sales copy. Wow. So, so the copy that I write are, for, for example, emails, sales pages, landing pages, ads, which include social, social media ads, native ads, and also your, and also your website as well. So, so pages uh, are more, more difficult than content writing. Uh, yeah, what's the that? difference? Oh, I yes, mean, since we've read this up, yeah, I mean, can, can, can we actually understand the context? Because to be, to us, uh, kind of like, not sure about the difference between these two. The content and the copywriter. Yeah, I have a really simple way to to help you remember it. So, okay. uh, see, you you see copywriter as as the salesman, okay. and, and you see content writer as the teacher. Huh? So, Not storyteller, man. <laughs> so content oh, right. writer as a teacher, yes, copywriter as a salesman. Right. Yeah, ah, because okay. because both of them have very different ob objective. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, a teacher's ah, objective is to, is educate, to educate. Yes. Mm. Is to inform. Mm. And a salesperson's objective is to sell you something. Mm. Wow. So, so a copywriter's objective is to sell you something like mm. Facebook ads, uh, YouTube ads, emails. But emails mm. also can branch into two. Mm. You, you, you can have educational emails, which can mm. be a teacher at times. Mm, and yeah. you and you can also have promotional emails, which is a copywriting. Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I mean that's the first time I actually, you know, have a different uh, this is a very clear definition. Yes. on these two so in, in 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 your opinion in a way copywriter must be somebody who is a marketer in a way meaning that because you got to be, be selling right it can be both it should be both right because the, right. because the thing is personally i i really hate being hard sell hard sell meaning but what i mean by that is that you straight away sell me something without without asking what i need first mm. that is hard sell to me this is feature yeah. one, this is feature two, this is feature three. Uh, yes, that sounds like, like buy or not, buy or not, buy or not. Uh, faster buy, faster buy, uh, click, 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 uh, this kind of shit. Yeah, exactly, right? So yeah. uh, it used to work maybe like uh, when internet first started or maybe like one decade ago. But now mm. because everyone has been doing the same thing over and over again, um, I think a lot of people are getting tired of seeing that that, that that sort of thing and right, they are right. beginning be, becoming more and more skeptical so that is where the teacher comes in the teacher comes in to turn your prospects into informed customers because informed customers they will have uh one less refund rate uh that is if you sell a product and you and the people doesn't like it because they have the wrong expectation so the teacher comes in to, to set it really clear expectation on what they're going to get, how it works, why, why does it work that way, and what are the results that they're going to get. So when people buy, 
they really buy for what your product really gives them. It's not something that uh, for feature ABC, but there are so many underlying uh, other features and maybe challenges that people are just are not aware until they buy your product or service. It's nurturing, wow. uh, nurturing and uh, yeah, building trust nurturing. along along the process, giving value every step of the way until people are prepared. As, as, to keep it simple, seven touch points. Huh? Yes, Manfred, you actually brought a really good point, building trust. Education and, and teaching people actually builds more trust than just selling. Because mm -hmm. let's be really honest here. Let me ask you a question. Who do you trust more? A salesperson or your teacher? Teacher. Yeah, teacher. Teacher. So teacher right? I, 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 I will trust my teacher, else I, I won't be calling <laughs> teacher. La, teacher. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that yeah. that is the point. Whether it's a whether it's a, a high school teacher, whether it's your mentor, whether it's your coach, these are the people who informs and educates, and you always trust them more. Why? It's Source, because as in the, the authorities are uh, authorities in the domain. Uh. Authority, but mm. I but I think the main uh the the main trigger here is that you have someone who actually helped you. Mm. to get out of yeah. a place. Open your you mind, uh, basically open your mind to new things, open your mm. mind to new possibilities or yes. new ideas, for example. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. Right. Cool. It reminds wow, me of the drip campaign, uh, this email drip campaign. <laughs> that's that, I think that's part of it, or the education, but that's, yeah. you know, yeah. That's so, a mechanical I mean, side of it, yes. Yeah. So we just want to roll quickly, roll over to the first question. But before that, guys, if you're watching this, whether you're watching this live, even if the replay, if you have any questions for Tifa or the three marketers, I don't think you have questions for us because we are not the teacher here. But let's but don't bring up your essay and get teacher to get marks and all that. That's not the thing we do here. But <laughs> if there's anything regarding freelancing, because the topic here is about the business of freelancing, because you know, although teacher is here talking about the copywriter and the, you know and all that, the difference over here, which is already first lecture, boom, you know, it's go. But the thing here is what we're gonna get here is really we want to understand how she started freelancing and what can we learn because like what man uh, andrew puts it at the very beginning you see you know it's unprecedented time and it's the time where a lot of people get shaken up because of their job they lost their job they, you know they probably got into different situation and all that but uh we always like to see things on, on the bright side because at the end of the day uh you know it's still a beautiful world there must be ways for us to get out of whatever situation that we are in i think that's pretty much depending on how much you want it. And I think one of the easiest way is, I always like to tell people that if you've been doing something uh, for a while and you're getting paid for it, you have you have an expertise. So I think that's something that we can quickly get started. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, just start getting some jobs and definitely you will get some pay and probably even yeah. get more pay than, 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 than before, right? So Tifa, share with us, how did you get started as a freelancer and why? Okay. Uh, yeah. Before I start, I, I, I just want to say hi to Jonathan and, and Malene because I know both of oh, them. So. Okay, okay. Go, Jonathan, hi. Let me put it up. Hey. Yes. Hi, Jonathan. Hey, Jonathan and Peying were saying, yeah, Peying were putting a remark over there. Yeah, Peying so so got Payne. a question. Oh, Peying got a question. Can. But yeah, before we say hi to yeah. Melanie Absolutely. first, Malene. Malene, is Malene that right? hello. Malene, okay, hi, Malene. Malene. Okay, it's, uh, sorry. Malene, Malene. Okay, so now uh, Peying has a question. How do you create a secure client-based market for your service? 
uh, pain. We're going to get back to that, but let Tifa quickly roll into her, you know, maybe share with okay. us how she started first. Pain, we will come back to you on this. All right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, Sorry. right. Uh, when did I get started? I actually started part-time first because I, that I started on in October, 2018, which is like, yeah, two, two years plus, two years plus yeah. ago. So I started as a part-time while I am uh, working full-time as a customer service agent for a cybersecurity company. So at that time, um, the, 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 the reason I choose to, you know, transition from being a part-time freelancer to a full-time, that's because I really, I really want to get out of my job. Like my, who, who like my current, who, who <laughs> yes, yes, I am like my, like my beginning story is, is kind of typical is mm. that I, I was actually working night shifts, which mm. is from 5 PM to 2 AM. Wow. So that, that really damaged my, my health. I, mm. I didn't get good sleep at all. Mm. And the worst thing is I couldn't see my boyfriend and my family because I am working really, really odd hours. So mm. when there are family gatherings, when there are friend gatherings, mm. because I also work on weekends, I couldn't mm. join. So yeah, so, so all the important dinners all miss out lah. Yeah, important dinners, my niece and nephew birthday. So so I miss out all of that, and mm. and it really make me feel um, I am missing out a lot on life. And that is when I started to look for a way out. So and near and yet so far. Yes, exactly. Uh, it's my boyfriend. I'm I'm actually staying with my boyfriend. But mm. imagine that you're staying together, but mm. but you but you see each other only like one one hour in the morning, and that's it. Yep. So yeah, it was it was really devastating for for me. I really didn't like that kind of life. So mm. I so I started to look for other options. <laughs> Uh, so I started exploring freelancing. So mm. freelancing, uh, I actually started writing uh, right away. Mm. I mean, as in I choose writing as my freelance career. That's because I noticed that I have um, I have this knack of art, of articulating information. Mm. You know, oh. when when there are times that in your head. Mm. You, you want to say something, but you just cannot find the words for it. Mm -hmm. yes. right? It's like, ah, ah, like... A lot in, of times. In the end, yeah, mm -hmm. a lot of times, right? Yes. Um, but I have the, but I have the, um, the ability to, to actually convey mine and other people's feelings into words. And it's wow. not just the message, but it's also the emotion to it. Because I believe that behind every word there is an emotion tied to it. True. And it, and and when you choose the right word, then you'll be able to convey that emotion. And I realized that that I have a natural talent for that. I was twenty seven years old at that time. It's it's mm. very late. Uh Andrew. Oh, it okay, seems I, like I have offended people off unintentionally. Idea, right? <laughs> ah, okay, okay, okay. You see who is angry, then you know, ah, ah, ah. Only the guy who is angry got issue. Nobody else. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm happy. I'm happy. 
I realized I realized uh, you must be Intel inside one, Intel processor, so able to process a lot of things now. So you didn't have any formal training on writing. Yeah. It was basically a something that you know you you Just you kind of like process. Yeah, I it's like I I I actually studied computer programming. Then mm. I then <laughs> I worked as a technical consultant. And then I worked in the cybersecurity as a customer service. Then I then I suddenly jumped to writing, which is like a totally different field. Still writing, what? Just writing something people can read and understand. <laughs> this time around. It's very very different. When so you we study the same thing, ah. No wonder, no wonder we can click so well, ah. Watch it, watch it. Look at that, man. One is write code. Uh, One is write, write things people cannot read. Uh. Write, write something that always cannot work. Why? <laughs> Okay, okay. Oh, that's a big, right. okay. Uh, big jump. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's a really huge jump. But I right. but I think really because of this experience, I believe that even if you if 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 you do not believe that you have the right skill, like let's say you have always been an accountant, but you realize that you actually love design, like graphic design, the first thing that people would uh that the first thing that will stop people from from making the jump is that I do not have the experience, or rather, it is already too late for for me to shift. Sure. But the thing is, it's from, never too late, lah. Honestly, it's never too late. Yes, exactly. It's never too late, and there is always time for you to learn, as long as you believe that you can learn, and you can master that craft over and over and over and again. You can be good in graphic in in you, in whatever just, skill that you, you want just to need. Learn. YouTube and watch and learn and practice. Trust me. Yeah. You just yes. need YouTube. As long as YouTube is not gonna cut away, uh, you can learn one. Uh, for disclaimer, uh, by the way, we are not sponsored by YouTube. Uh. Maybe that guy is. I'm uh, not sure. Uh, uh, never share like that. Uh. <laughs> you will be nice, man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it would be think, nice if YouTube sponsors. I yeah, know. Yeah. We'll be time ready. Yeah. But the idea here, I, I love the idea, man. Seriously, I, I love the courage where, you know, you just make the jump because you believe in yourself. I think that's the essential thing about starting something. You see, no, uh, like, you are, as long as you, you are one step ahead, that's what we always believe in. As long as you're one step ahead or one chapter ahead, right? You're an expert to someone. You're actually a guide to someone. You, you are able to help people. The idea here is like, you know, yeah. yeah I think the interesting thing for her, and probably something that, that most of you may want to think about is she didn't jump directly into full-time. She actually started, you know, Tifa, correct me if I'm wrong. She's been doing basically uh, freelancing on the site, you know. Test water and, first. Test yes. And a lot of people always think that, you know, well, I've got a job and then I want to go into business. I'm going to quit and then jump. You you already traded your nine to five to your employer, okay, for a salary. But what you do from five, okay, oh, yeah, so yeah, you yeah, have five, is five to two. So <laughs> yeah, but most of most of us normal people <laughs> nine to five. <laughs> then yeah, what, people are like that. Uh, uh, people what, not what, normal. People teacher. No. Okay. That's why no, she's teacher. We I, are not. I'm okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. What you so, do during the non-working hours? Yeah, what you do time. from six to twelve p.m. actually mm. would be the one that you you know that you can actually make full use of. You know, stop the Netflix and all the stuff. But 
by doing freelancing on the site, you actually get to test, do a proof of concept, you know, whatever skill set, say, for example, in, in Tifa's example is, you know, you could be an accountant, but you like graphic design, but you won't know whether your craft will be appreciated or not. So what you do is you go on a side gig during that off period or off working period, try it out. And suddenly you find that, hey, people actually like my work, you know, and they're actually willing to pay or basically there's a market for it. And up to the point where your side gig could possibly replace your fixed salary income. And that's where you decide to then jump into a full-time gig. So I think yep. Tifa's approach makes sense for, for a lot of people, you know, especially, you know, then you don't have to be skilled in, you know, basically your psychic does not necessarily be your full-time job kind of skills. You can do something else. So if you're a content, you can do graphic design if you like it. And it doesn't, it, there's no conflict of interest. So that's, a, that's an interesting angle to look at. Yep, yep. Thanks, Andrew. Now, I just want to quickly bring up some of your fans' comments over here. Thank you so much, uh, uh, ladies. Ladies, you know, have to be Maybe very special. First time, so many the ladies. Lady, oh, yeah, first sure. time, you know, because all the while, this is the guy's show. My goodness, thank you so much for making this special, man. So, <laughs> and, and then, who uh, said the ladies must sleep early one, uh? Who are? Hey, hey, hey. Who Huh? Yeah, Wendy was saying, great decision to switch to copywriting. You're gifted in writing. Thank you, uh, Wendy. Yes, I think Thank we you, second that, you know, because teacher, ma. And then, uh, okay, let's come back to the question. And uh, Melody was saying, welcome to the old, her old, Malene, or her old crazy past life. I mean, you also <laughs> nine to two, uh, okay, that's a bit <laughs> Anyway, so, okay. nine to two, uh, okay, okay, okay. But anyway, I, like. I, I don't think that's what she means. <laughs> I, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> that nine to two okay. thing, I don't know. Maybe it's nine to two, maybe it's not. But yeah, Payun's question is on point. I think we probably want to bring it up first before we go yeah. into the next one. So what's your take on this, uh, uh, Tifa? On freelancing, how do you create a secure client base on, my, on market for yeah. your services? Um, I'm going to share two parts, actually, because for a new for, for a new freelancer how they look for clients is very different compared to compared to an experienced uh, freelancer so i'm going to share both both, okay. both parts uh, firstly how when i when i started uh, part time freelancing uh, i actually started on fiverr so mm. fiverr if you're not sure it is one of the freelancing platforms mm. where clients all around the world can can actually post jobs and freelancers from 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 all over the world can can uh can actually look uh, look for those jobs right but fiverr is 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 a bit different where it is actually the client who approached the freelancer which is like oh. uh like me, like like messaging like yeah. they will message oh. them yeah we, we, we choose the we choose the the the, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the clients yeah, the, can choose the freelancers, but yeah, the freelancers cannot just... cannot go and find the clients. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how it works. Yes. Yeah, the one way thing. Right. So, uh, which is why I didn't like it in the first place because I'm like waiting for client and waiting and waiting and waiting. And the thing is, right, when you are a new freelancer, um, it's really difficult to get your first client, which I understand because. Clients look at reviews, mm. and reviews means what? Reviews means that you have you you uh, have uh, jobs records, before experience. Yes, correct, correct. It's an it's a chicken and egg problem. You need oh. to have review in order to in order to have clients. 
but how but how do you get your first client then so yeah. yes so in order to combat co combat the problem say example i'm the fresh freelancer should i join every single website fiber upwork people per hour whatever they have i just join just join will they solve the problem uh partially i wouldn't recommend that i wouldn't recommend okay, why, that why, why because not, why not? because you actually need to put in a lot of effort even mm. just on one platform what i mean mm. by effort is that mm. um unlike fiverr where you're actually waiting for clients there are there are other platforms where you can actually propose mm. where you can choose the jobs mm. and then you and then you send a proposal you oh. know what it is like a business proposal where oh. where you, you want to pitch for the job, to a client yeah correct you are you you are bidding for the job and in order to send a really good convincing proposal, like for me last time, it actually took me 30 minutes to just write one proposal. So if you join so many... Really <laughs> <laughs> 30 minutes, okay. But, but to me, 30 minutes is like really long. And imagine that if you... And if you join like 10, 10 different websites, yeah. how much time that you're going to spend on? Uh, that's why I would, I would recommend to like choose three for starters, three, uh, three, three platforms, and then just mm. and then just focus on that. Just so how focus do you get around the problem of when you're starting that people eventually say, "I like what you do" and all those things. Yep. When you so for yeah. me, right? Uh, for for me, I got my first client because, to, to be frank, my my rate was cheap. Mm, okay. Yeah, that's because a starter, on, that's a starter, that's, Cheap, that's but not really free, right? Cannot do free, right? Cannot do free, like, Um, when you first start, don't uh, actually free work. There is a lot of, there is a lot of perspective to it. There are people who say like never ever do cheap work. I mean, mm. sorry, they never, never ever do free do work. Free work, uh. yeah. But there are people who say free work sometimes is 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 necessary. So for me, I. I, I, I would look at free work as something like a um like a sample. You know, when you want people to to buy your food, you will give them a sample, right? And yes. that sample is the one that will uh that will just entice them to buy. Mm. So for me, I would look at free work as as that sample. Where let's mm. say where let's say that client wants you to write one landing page mm -hmm. and what i mean by landing page is that uh it's, it's just any page that people goes once once they click on something yep so uh for me the the free work could be the 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 above the full copy where which is the headline the sub headline some explanation and the button mm. so because that alone you can already let clients see your copywriting skills and uh, how good you are when when it comes to writing specifically for them. Oh, that's an interesting. So I point. think, yeah, I think free work in that sense is necessary at 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 times, but free work is not good when you do the entire thing without charging anything. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Taken for a ride, huh? Okay. Yeah. yeah then point. people ask for more. 
Yeah. So back to back to paying for question, right? Uh, so I first started on Fiverr. Then after that, I really didn't like the waiting game because I prefer to go and look for clients and then uh, go get sell them. sell sell myself. Mm-hmm. That 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 would be more proactive. I'm mm-hmm. a proactive kind of person that I was always take action. So I so I joined people per hour and Upwork, these mm-hmm. two platforms where mm-hmm. freelancers like like us can actually go and pitch to clients. Mm-hmm. So, so that, that normally, is where, what's the success rate? Uh, example, oh, 10 proposal roughly uh, and average 10 percent. Really. <laughs> you don't need to tell us the exact 10, for yours. 10 20 percent. For average, most for most people. Yes. Uh, Yes, okay. it's, it's actually very, very competitive because you are, you, like, even though you are, you are sitting in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia, you have competition yeah. all, all over all the world. Yeah. And it's clients will always look for Tang Lang Zeng. Mm. Yeah, clients will always look for that. Yep. So, um, and, and what I mean by, by, by Tang Lang Zeng means uh, the cheapest, the best. Fast and yeah. good. Cheap fast food, though. Yeah, they must show them, show them the diagram, the, the, the three circle. There's no such thing as in the bullseye one. <laughs> <laughs> it's either or if, only. If, uh, yeah, there is no such thing in the middle. Venn diagram, you're not wrong. Yeah, Venn diagram. Right. Yeah. Right. That's, a, that's a very interesting approach. I can see that you have given a, a very quick start also and a very good answer, uh, answer to Reed's question over here, which is, you know, she was asking, for newbies who are entering the niche, what are the advice on how they can build? So what Tifa was saying here is, you know, you probably can, you have two ways. Either you can go for Fiverr, which is pretty much a waiting game. You know, you have to wait for somebody else to come to you. So in order to excel in Fiverr or somehow or rather to get some gigs on Fiverr, you go 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 the price game. You know, you probably got to lower down your, your, your rate and all that. But the other platforms that Tifa suggested to us was uh, Upwork people, and the other one was... People per hour. People, people per, per hour. hour. So, yeah. so these are the places where you can more proactively go and approach uh, the people who are actually looking for you know, freelancers in your niche and all that. But also she was referring to about you know, 10 to 20% success rate, which is, I think is decent because at least you know you're able to take control of all these, you know, your, your own destiny and whatnot, you know, which is not waiting somewhere there for people to discover you and all that. I think it's a very good start. Thank you so much mm-hmm. for the question and thank you for the answer. Uh, Tifa, thanks Reen and thanks uh, Peiyun for the, you know, for the Question's question. But I, I, I want to really commend Malayne. What, 12, 8 a.m. to 12 a.m.? What the, how do you, what? What, you, you just go wow. home, sleep and wake up and work again? Oh my goodness, that's crazy. Sometimes up to 3 a.m., wow. Wow, sleep in the office, huh? Another Japanese oh that's a crazy. Uh, yeah, and then Manfred gotta tell the Japanese story. I don't know, no, 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 what we talk okay. about that on the backstage. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, okay, okay. So <laughs> we covered this. Hey, we only we only actually covered first question, you know, and we are already half an hour down. Half an hour. It's crazy. And she hasn't even started her slides yet. Tifa, let us oh, know yeah. when you want to one when you want us to let you run your slides. <laughs> oh yeah, you want you want to run? What, I what, actually what, can what? run my slides at the at the final question. I got her feeling we need to overrun or even episode two. <laughs> no, we, we can Actually, do episode I two. To, uh. I, yes. I wanted to answer Reen's question, like Reen okay, Jazz. Uh, mm-hmm. He actually asked a really, really 
a great question because that is also one of the first one of the first few uh, fears that 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 new freelance have, and it's really difficult to overcome that. But I actually found a way uh, because back then I I didn't do this, but I wish I could do it now. Mm-hmm. So portfolio, right? Port- portfolio, you you have your portfolio when you have clients, when you have done work for your clients. Mm-hmm. But when you don't have clients, yet prospects are always looking for samples, proof of work, but mm-hmm. you don't have because you haven't mm-hmm. done one before. Mm-hmm. How? how? How are we going to create that, that, that portfolio? Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what I wish I could have done when I was new is that I would create my own portfolio using imaginary clients. Mm-hmm. What I mean by imaginary clients is that if, if you are a graphic designer or mm-hmm. if you're a video editor, mm-hmm. you go to other people's business, like, mm-hmm. uh, like you go to their Facebook page mm-hmm. or, you, or you look for their Facebook ads mm-hmm. or, you look, or you look at their website, mm-hmm. then you give pointers on how to improve their mm-hmm. marketing materials or their online mm-hmm. materials. Mm-hmm. When you, yeah. when you record your, you you can either uh, write it down how mm-hmm. you would improve it and then and then put that as your portfolio, or mm-hmm. you can record it yourself, mm-hmm. uh, criticizing about. I mean, not I mean that constructive criticism mm-hmm. about that online online material, mm-hmm. or if you want to take it a step further, mm-hmm. after. After you have written down your points of improvement, you email that to the business owner. Mm. When you email that to the business owner, chances are, um, if if, if you convert from freelance to full time staff, <laughs> <laughs> it can be that one, or it can be he could be your first client. Mm-hmm. Good point. I actually, Jason, I think you did that before, did that. right? I did oh, that. You did that before, did that. right? Yeah. I did that when ah. I first got started in Facebook advertising because at a point of time, nobody was talking about Facebook marketing and Facebook advertising. So I went around quite criticized all the big brands that did shit, you know. So uh, that's how I got noticed at a, at a very short period of time. Puff, people can see you. Mm. Yep. Really, really powerful. Good point. Three Good months, point. You, can see, you can see result. Good point. Good point. I like that one. Never thought of that because it's like donkey years ago. But that's what I did. That's awesome. I like that point. <laughs> thank you so much. So Rin, you got it? Yeah. So Rin was saying, thank you. You know, that's a really great way to build. Yeah, should do that. Awesome. Good luck for that, uh, Rin. Now, um, okay, now we have a question from Malene. Um, would it help to attach the word copywriter next to the profile name to get noticed? I said LinkedIn. Ah, link. Oh, yeah, I said like, ah, yeah. Meaning LinkedIn. that you're building a profile, either your website, or your LinkedIn profile, does it, does it work? Does it help? Yes, yes, definitely. Mm. Uh, copywriter, or it can be content writer, or it can be any other frequently searched uh, words related to your field. So uh, some of the platforms that is really useful for this is one is your personal website that would, that, that would affect your, your SEO search results. And second one will be LinkedIn. Because people actually search on LinkedIn. Facebook, not so much. Because people still... Uh, but when it comes to Facebook, instead of people ser- searching on from their timeline, people are actually searching from specific groups. Searching uh, yes. for specific, specific groups? Can you yeah. elaborate more? It's like, 
is like when you are inside a Facebook group, because mm. right now there are so many different kinds of mm. Facebook group. Mm. Like I am in several uh, copywriting jobs, mm. Facebook groups, mm. where people would literally just go in there and then, mm. and then they would type health copywriter. And then if and then if if your name pops up there because your name will pop up there one when you post some when you post when you post something two is your comments mm -hmm. so it so so if you post something related to your own field let's say I'm a health copywriter and I mm -hmm. post something he the searcher will be able to see it. Mm. I, I I want to add on to what you just mentioned. Uh, this one also apply to LinkedIn. Uh. So got people always ask, hey, you write recommendation, you come and write recommendation. I think no need to do until so difficult. I actively write other people's recommendation. Uh, make sure I write a very good one. Because when I write, and I always write for my people in the same industry. Hey, Jason, next time I write for you also. So when people okay, go thank you, thank you. look at Jason, hey, wow, Manfred write until so interesting, so good. Uh. This guy must be very Manfred, right? Yeah, then he'll <laughs> click over and click on Manfred. Then, wow. Don't write. Don't come to my place and write. Yeah, okay, I will for 40 episodes. Uh, never tell us it Okay, okay. But I like that. I like that. Right. You must write okay, for okay. people. Give, 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 then ask. I think last week Bob actually mm. brought up a very good point as well. Bob was saying, uh right, was that Bob correct? Low. Yeah. Bob Lowe, right? Bob was yes. saying he was he actually ranked number one when people search for uh what lead gens. LinkedIn lead gen or something like that. Mm -hmm. Actually ranked number one. So a lot of people were looking for that, right? He actually got mm -hmm. discovered. So LinkedIn has a better SEO juice, according mm -hmm. to what he mentioned, because I, I never care about my LinkedIn. I never like, it's mm -hmm. kind of like crazy or whatever. But anyway, but Facebook doesn't have any SEO juice, to be very frank. Very mm -hmm. little, mm -hmm. very little. So you want to do That's these, uh, yeah, you either do, I mean, the best will be your own website. Mm -hmm. I think Tifa is right. So the, yeah, I think mm -hmm. putting a name there is correct. It's good, it's good. Okay. Uh, Yep, yep. Malene was saying thanks and all that. You know, thank you. And uh, yeah, we, let's go to the second question. Are we gonna go to the third one ever? Anyway, so uh, uh, hey, I'm having fun. I'm learning. Yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> okay, now I think before I want to move to the next question, I want to quick give a quick plug. You know, so if you guys want to connect with Tifa, as you can, you know, as you can capture whatever it is from now, right? This this lady has has a lot of things to offer. So if you need help in terms of copywriting, in terms of storytelling, this is the person, this is the place that you go. Uh, she's, she just mentioned to her, she's more active on Facebook, so go over. Don't bother to go at LinkedIn, but if you want to go LinkedIn, you can. But anyway. Yeah, I will write recommendation to you also. Uh, <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> and then, and then we I can't you help myself. Yeah. You, I, I, okay, okay, you go do whatever you want. So, so that's, Hey, that's Manfred. Hey, go Gila today. But anyway, if you want to connect with Tifa, that's where we go. But uh, since we just plucked you, Tifa, let's go to the next question because I think that's very important. Uh, can you give a more... Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. I, I need this. Can you give a more uh, detailed elaboration about what you do, what kind of service you do, you know, probably to let people understand how can they get help from you? Yeah, that's a good one. Mm, all right. So... Um... In in a nutshell, I write I write copy for 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 business owners, health 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 product owners, and also life coaches to to refine their marketing copy. So so what type of marketing copy 
it is it, it can be your email sequences, your website copy, your sales page, your landing page, and and uh, social media ads, and also na native ads. So how I do differently is that I would I am the kind of person uh, the, the kind of copywriter that actually combine education, persuasion, and the emotional human touch. So wow. education comes in the form of storytelling. So I will always start with a, with, a, with a story that actually relates to your target audience. So let's say, for example, um, the three marketers here, their target audience are actually a business owners. Right. Okay. right. Is there any specific business owners that you're that you targeting? It's business, business owners, owners who are looking, online. yeah, who, who, who wants help on digital marketing. Who wants to basically, right. yeah, who, want to level who wants up help on digital that. marketing? Who who wants to go from offline to to online? Yeah, yes. okay, all right. So I I I will always start with with a story that uh that actually show show the customer the like the target audience journey, starting starting from their pain, starting from their challenges, starting from their hell. Ooh. Because I always believe that um, you always want to escape from, from 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 your current hell more than you want to go to the future fantasy island. That's mm. because when you you can you can very clearly visualize and understand your hell right now because that is the current reality. But if somebody tell you there is a goal, there is a there is a better future, you somehow know what that is, but it's not very clear. Which is why, which is why goals for a lot of people, goals does not work. Because it is something very vague. But when you want to escape from from your current place, that, that becomes a very strong pool. And and I visualize that in a form of stories. Wow. So, okay. Yeah. A lot of research. And a lot of research, huh? a lot of research on your on your audience. Uh, mm. I actually spend fifty percent of my entire writing into into research. Mm. I I research your your company, your product or service, your target audience, and your competitor. Competitors Google my business, find their one star negative review. That's a yeah. that's a gold yeah. mine. That's the goal. My, yes. That's my first place. I always go, even the iOS, Android one star review. Because I always believe five star review can be manufactured. Nobody will manufacture one star review, uh. especially go mm. one whole track. What Find ways to copy down whole Find the most common word mentioned. Or that's your goal. Mind really. today a bit weird, uh, But I think you have potential to become copywriter. You see, now you actually have an anger. Oh. Consider that. Uh, not I bad, don't. Uh, I never knew this sort of Manfred, you know. Tifa, you just somehow and then brought out, brought out what, a different version of Manfred. Because because we are both research geeks. Oh, maybe <laughs> oh, we we study computing. Oh yeah. Uh, maybe, 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 maybe. Yeah, Manfred, Manfred, don't talk that much, one. Uh, <laughs> uh, so talk a lot, you know. It's like okay, oh, okay, guys. Uh, so I mean, okay, but, uh, <laughs> but honestly, research is really important, no? even for yeah. for strategy, for Facebook ads, copy, for for email marketing. Also, research is 
is half the half the battle. No? Yeah, we see yeah. Uh, there's there's a uh, a friend Wang Jun Xian was saying Jun-Xian. research is the foundation of all copywriting. Mm-hmm. I think we will yes. agree, but I'm, I'm, not, I'm glad they got a lot copywriters. of new faces. Uh, all, all, yeah, all, I, all, I think I think Tifa's friend all on the same frequency. Uh, all the yeah, come out. yes, yes, I know, <laughs> I know Jun Xian. Yeah, these are all. But I believe right. Research is the is is a foundation, yes, but there's a deeper foundation to it, yeah. which is really the core of all of everything. That is mm. empathy. When you can mm. empathize your target audience, when you can actually put yourself into their situation, you can feel what they are feeling, and you can convey that out in, into your sales copy. That's gonna be a winning copy, I because feel you me. are you are literally I feel you. And people no. buy from emotions. They you 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 have to convince their heart first, and then they will look for information. That that I mean the the customer themselves. Mm. Once 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 they are convinced from the heart, they will look for information to convince They'll the brain. Self convince themselves. Then you reach the ultimate goal. I sell myself the product. Yes, I agree. That is this exactly is what you said in the stage. I agree that your solution will work. There is no objection. I like your CTA. I will buy now. Didn't hear my credit card. Look at Manfred. Guys, whoever you guys know Manfred, right? You know this is the real Manfred. <laughs> I don't even know. Manfred. Bloody we hell, it's 40 episodes to come out like that. Yeah, we have a guest. Let the guest speak, please. Next week sorry, sorry, I will interview sorry. you. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Next week I will interview you. We will interview my friend Tifa. You come on, asking questions. Sorry, sorry. Okay, Ken, I am. I am really good in asking questions. Ah, see, ah, okay. Next week we come and interview this guy, man. Yes. <laughs> sorry, sorry, taking the limelight. Right. Can't no, help it's you. Good, it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. You're shining. Yeah. That's the how ideas screen. work. Yeah, that's, that's how. Good, that's good. That's it. That's how conversation goes. Yeah, so, okay, I, I, I think we basically, okay, I think let's move to the next question. I think that's a very important one to a lot of people when it comes to freelancing, which is how did you find your mm. customers? We understand that your customers are mostly international clients, as in like, your clients are mostly international clients. Uh, how, do you, how do you get them? Like, uh, of course, we understand there are certain platforms out there, but can you actually share with us a bit of a process that you do? Mm, yeah, so uh, just now, just now when... Uh... I think it was it was Rin who asked like mm-hmm. how sorry it was Payin Payin who asked how how did I source for clients I actually shared mm-hmm. what I did when I first started which is mm-hmm. I go to Fiverr People Per Hour and Upwork which are all freelance platforms but the thing with these all these freelance platforms right that there is a really deep um, belief for clients for mm-hmm. clients who are looking for freelancers is that mm-hmm. these freelance platforms offer cheap labor. Mm-hmm. And for 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 new freelancers, they are a great place for you mm-hmm. to find international clients. Mm-hmm. No doubt about that. But mm-hmm. when you want to up level your mm-hmm. game, when you mm-hmm. want to raise your price, mm-hmm. it's really it's uh is 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 difficult. It's not impossible, but it's difficult mm-hmm. to raise your price from these freelance platforms because mm-hmm. clients come with a mindset that I'm here to find cheap labor. Mm-hmm. Right. So that okay. is where I, I I started to diversify my source of my my source of clients, where mm. I actually go to targeted Facebook groups, and started dropping oh. value bombs there. 
Okay. So I really agree with what Manfred said just now. Is give, give, give. Mm. Ask later. Uh, uh, give, give, give. Gary Vee's book, jab, 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 right hook. That's the that's the original idea that it came from. Oh, uh, I didn't uh, read Gary Vee's book. You try so to follow him, although he, although he got a lot of swear words, uh, but everything is from his heart. Uh. Yeah, the thing is, I I I cannot stand his swear words. You see, yeah, so but it's so, sincere, so I don't really see. Sincere, <laughs> yeah, no filter, is, is and it's making unique. No, unlike unlike other influencers that show their flashy car or houses, which is totally no relationship to what they say. Yeah, mm. Gary is not yep. for everyone, but you know, those who take him, they will find him you know interesting. Okay, so I do agree that his honesty is is valuable. Yeah. So so then I started to go into Facebook groups where where I enter um, groups where my clients are, which mm -hmm. is essentially the technique is to go to where your clients are. Mm -hmm. So uh, I I can show you some of the groups that I that I joined. You want to share they, the screen? Hold on, let me prepare the screen first. Where is it? Basically, you need to go to Facebook group and answer people's questions. And sometimes people go to groups and and look for answers. Uh. Uh, that's where you yes. start. Uh. Uh, Jason, can you can you bring it up? Yes. We can't hear you, Jason. Yeah, I muted myself. Sorry. I just want to make sure that I, I don't interrupt. Oh, you know. yeah, yeah. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Manfred went missing. Sorry, yeah, Manfred. Oh, my God. It's okay. It's okay. Can you bring it up? Yeah. As long as you can hear uh, me, you can already. No need to put right. the face on. It's okay. Right? Okay. Mute Manfred, please. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. We said that like that. <laughs> Everyone is included. Okay. okay. We are so listening. Over here, these, these are the few groups that I joined. If, if, if you are in oh, writing or if you're okay. in copywriting, these, these groups are, are great for you. But but if you are if if you are in design if you are in uh, arts and craft or in or if you are in, in anything Facebook group has specific groups for almost every um everything, field for yeah. almost yeah, everything every every industry yes. so I am particularly uh, active on here entrepreneurs and startups in Malaysia. Actually, this is where I started to get a lot of um, local customers, local clients who are who are willing to pay for, for, for the higher price. And also, uh, this is where, <clears throat> this is where, like, I started, I'm starting to get to where clients are finding me instead of me finding them, which I think mm. to me is a really huge milestone because when you when I when I first started, uh, it is me always always finding, always pitching, and always, uh, and I and I have no I have no choice, I have no control that for 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 every client that comes in, I have to take because uh, survival, correct? No? For yes, to yeah. to survive, to to get the money. But yeah. when clients come to you, you actually have the privilege to choose which client to, to work with you. Yeah. And mm. to me, I think that is a really huge milestone that, uh, that every freelancer, uh, not every, but most freelancers would, would aspire to achieve. Can I and put your, hmm. sorry, can I put your yeah. words in another context? It's a bit like dating also, right? You keep, mm, yeah. you keep going after the guy, uh, 
it's so painful, no? Right now, then you turn the table just around. Just very tiring. Like the guy, let the guy come after you. Uh, you can pick what, you can choose what. Right now, yes. you just need to say the yeah. right things, ask the right questions at the right place. I should go for I should go for coaching. <laughs> <laughs> no, you should go for a lot of things today, man. You have the potential to become a copywriter out of sudden. You know, then you are actually a researcher in chief, of course, yes, a you always coach? are. A business yeah, coach and what else? Come on, man. <laughs> you have somehow managed to unhealth uh, uh at least four men talents. Four oh, faces four. of men from five. I know, maybe four or five. I, mean. I don't know, man. I lost count. I lost count. I mean uh, Justin and Stefan's group. And entrepreneurs and startups. I think that's how, that's mm. how we also got connected somehow. Uh, click funnels, yeah. But the other three, no. So, so it'd be interesting to, uh, to awesome. get in. Awesome. Yes. This All is right. very good. This is a very good tip. Thank you so much. So find the right Facebook group to summarize and uh, add value, participate in it. And that's where people discover you. Uh, and, get people right you. Yeah. 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 and get people to go after you. Yeah, get people to go after you. There's also one treasure trove, though, that that a lot of freelancers oh. don't don't really uh, explore is that upsell your existing customer. That is actually what I'm doing now. Is that mm-hmm. there is one there's one uh, one of my U- UK customer. I was actually help doing him like uh, $240 per month and I expanded my services to right now 1000 plus USDs per per, per month. Wow. So when you when you're able to tap into your existing client and uh, and convince them that that they need that they need these extra services, they are more likely to go with you because they are already familiar with you. Mm-hmm. I think I read that in your post before. That that uh, yeah, that one yeah. is that landing one. page. A few things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's I'm, right, I'm also right expanding on another client. They, wow. They've been eating your Big Mac, uh, so they decided to upsize. Uh, just get your fries and your drinks and your apple yeah. pie, whatever you have. <laughs> I love the metaphor today, man. Like it. Big Mac. Like yes. Nail it. Big Mac. My friend is I go only sell Big Mac. Right? No, you must try everything. My ice cream also not bad, no. <laughs> That's my friend. That's my I'm man. Gonna, oh, I'm going to use that and... And and quote you. Yeah. Oh yes, you gotta quote yeah. him and, and get him to come and and then say quote him about that. Oh yeah, he has he's now also a LinkedIn. Um, what do we call <laughs> LinkedIn? LinkedIn, LinkedIn, LinkedIn commenter. No, no, LinkedIn hacker. LinkedIn hacker. So if he comes to you, it's nothing. He just want to get himself out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that recommender. Recommender, yeah. yes. Uh, uh, okay, okay, okay. I recommend them. But, but okay, now before I think we gotta wrap this up now. <laughs> not, okay, uh, but before we go to the last question, hey, far, you want to show some slide yet? Yeah, we gotta do the slide thing first. Which one are we gonna go first? Which question should we go first? Kind of lost track already. Uh, actually, my slide is for the last question, but okay. I think that can Let's, be later. We save la. it for the save it for the next next episode la, or something. We got one question yes, here. Yeah. You want to bring it up? The last question is about the tips, right? You're talking about the tips. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, but before we, we go to the last question, no, no, no. Yeah. We we Any have a question from Malayne. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, this is a question from Malayne. Let me bring this down first, so that member uh, can yeah. come back up. See you there. Do we get a lot of requests from independent customers? What's the ratio? 
Mm, that's a very interesting question. Building websites. Um, actually, a lot are coming to build websites though. Especially, especially where, you know, because uh, like there are so many website building tools out there, nearly anyone can, can, uh, can build their own website right now. Uh, and, and usually the clients that, that come to me, right, is that they already have a website. They have, they, they have something there, but, but they want to improve it. They want to enhance mm. it. They want to mm. make it more compelling and attractive. Mm. So I can't really give you a ratio because I because I didn't keep track and I and I and I didn't calculate. But what I can tell you, Malene, is that there there will be a lot of people looking for website copywriter because Ooh. that is literally the first step that you need to do when you want to transition from offline to online. Ooh. And I can tell you for sure that there are there are a lot business owners right now who want to do that. That that's why there is the three marketers show here. Is, is to help business owners to transition from, from offline to online seamlessly. But one question, uh, where hmm. do these business owners will hang out? I, I don't think they will hang out at the face, Facebook group straight away, right? They will. They will. They, yeah. they are they, they are actually really active on Facebook groups, oh. so especially mm-hmm. entrepreneurs, because Facebook groups has become like a Q&A se- session for them. Mm-hmm. Especially like, uh, I, I'm, I'm sure that that Andrew can, can relate when we are in the entrepreneurs and startup in Malaysia group, there are a lot of entrepreneurs who ask business related questions, like how, yes. like how to register. Uh, I have, company, I have this product, blah, 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 mm. companies. Right. So there's a lot of them. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. That's where they hang out. I agree actually. Yeah. Some of my groups get a lot of hangout people there. Also. But anyway, that's okay. Cool. Thanks. Thanks, uh, Malene, for the question. Thanks. Uh, uh, Any other questions? The, yeah, I, I don't see more questions coming in, so we're going to land to the last questions that we have today cool. before we uh, talk about the wow. You know, so without realizing, it's already coming to the end. Uh, oh my but last question. What are the, what tips do you have for someone who wants to start a side gig? I've got to make sure that I read properly. Oh, because this one teacher like, teacher uh, lecture just now. No grammar just now. Salah here. Hey, hey, no good, no good. Okay, so, <laughs> so what What would be... Okay, now, uh, you have your slide. You want to bring out okay. a slide? Then yeah, I bring this yes. down. Okay, All right, so I, have, I have this for five steps. Okay, wow. Wow. Okay. Take yeah, you guys are in for a treat, man. I mute myself. Wow. <laughs> Okay, Different. I told me myself. I told me myself. I just don't want. Okay, <laughs> all right. So, right, uh, what, what tips do I have for people who want to start a, a side gig? It doesn't matter part-time or full-time. The first thing, the first thing that, that to do is always choose a skill that you want to sell. So, it doesn't matter whether it's a skill that you already have or it's a or, or it's a new skill that that you're interested to try because the thing in in freelance is that you you can always maneuver you can always change what, whenever you feel like this is not what you're looking for but but the ideal point is to is is to find a sweet spot between a skill that you like and a skill that is in demand for example you like knitting like like knitting but there is no client who is willing to pay you to knit, then that would be uh, that would be really difficult for you to do it uh, unless you're on Etsy, which is a totally different uh, field. But 
but when it comes to freelance, when you're offering these services and skills, it's good that if you can choose, um, they can list down three skills that either you are good at or you're interested to try or it's something that you love to do. And then you write and then you expand it into three offerings. Well, what I mean by offering is that if, if, if your skill is graphic design, there are so many different types of graphic design. What sort of type that you want to venture in? Is it, is it graphic design in logo? Is it graphic design in website? Or is it graphic design in banners? So those are the different types of offering that you, that you, uh, that, that you can narrow down. So for me, I have an example here, copywriting. This is, this is my current offering right now. Of course, there, there, are, there are more, but I'm giving three for simplicity's sake. So, uh, so that's the very first step. Decide your skills and your offerings because these are the ones that you need in order to find out who is going to pay for what you're offering. So there are many, like, <clears throat> to be honest, there are many, many freelance platforms out there. Like Fiverr, Upwork, People Power is just three of out of hundreds. There's also Facebook and LinkedIn. So over here, I would, I would recommend to choose three different sources of clients. Like don't just rely on one, but don't go for too many either. Three to five is a sweet number, especially if you're part-time, if you don't have that much time to, to bid proposals, to, to write content and, and, to, and, and to answer people's questions, it's always good to narrow three and focus on that. And step three is to build your portfolio, which is, which is, uh, which is what, what, what Reen asked, is that you can build your portfolio by taking proactive actions, by uh, improving on other people's existing work. And portfolio does not have to be, I mean, website is a standard now, but you don't have to have a website in order to showcase your portfolio. It's as simple, you can actually do it as simple as a Google Doc. So this is, this is an example of a Google Doc from a professional copywriter, Neville Medora. So he literally have his portfolio in a Google Doc. And if, and if you don't know, Google Doc actually has this function published to web. And then you have a link. And that link can be accessed by anyone. So next time, when there is a client who asks for your portfolio and you don't have a website yet, that's okay. Use a Google Doc, publish it to web, and give that link to that prospect. So this is a. Uh, the next step is of officially you are you are gonna get clients. So besides than all besides than these which which I have covered, uh, previous in the previous questions, I uh this is also what I uh what I wish that I could have done is that to to improve existing Facebook ads. So let's say you see that. Mm, this image can be improved. Then you go and design a better image, and then you show it to this uh, fat, to this fat, fat very owner. Or if you're, or if you're a writer, you, or if you're a copywriter, you can just uh, Im improve on this, and then send it to them, and uh, and see what they say. So this is actually how you build your. Uh, build your portfolio one and, and also to source for clients through proactive actions. Uh, this one I have covered is that 
Step five is to always give and give and give before you ask for people to pay for you. Because the thing is, right now, when um, there are so many people, there are so many freelancers out there, so much competition. Uh, a lot of them wants to get more clients, wants to get more clients. But when, but when you go the other way around, when you give values, when you answer questions, and the most important thing is when people, when people post, can you recommend any good copywriter? And if there are people who would tag you in those comments, that is even more valuable. Because in the end, people buy from people. People trust recommendations. Especially for service-based industry like us, recommendation is really huge for our reputation. So uh, there, are, there are in certain groups where I have my existing customers there, they 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 have a good working experience with me. So whenever there are, there are other people who, who would post, uh, who would post like looking for copywriter, uh, who who do you recommend? They would actually tag me in there. And the beauty of that is that it is not only the post, uh, the person who posts will contact you. Other people who is also interested in looking for copywriter will also look at the comments. So if you have clients in, in, in a shared group, uh, do remind them to tag you if there is anyone who is looking for your expertise. I, I think that is, that is really, really uh, one, one of my biggest turning points is that people are beginning to tag me whenever they, uh, they, they see someone who is looking for copywriter. And since it's a lifelong game, you just repeat step three, four, and five. You just build your continue build your build your port portfolio, look for clients, give values, and repeat. And the last wow. bonus step is to always master your craft, because people pay for your skills, people pay for your services. That, uh, that you need to do a great job, in order to continue look, in order to keep the ball rolling rolling so le learning is a great is a big piece of that yeah so that would be it wow today is good man okay okay manfred you can talk now <laughs> i want to say something yes, um, it's any businesses i think they always want people as in their customer to come back and buy from them every businesses want to come okay and on top of that they also want the customer to share and talk good things about their businesses. That's the two ultimate goal. I think applies to all businesses. And in order to achieve mm -hmm. that, you have to build trust in every step that you from from start to end, build trust. And to build trust is constantly giving value. Value just and repeat again, give, give, give. Then then people always always is the human psychology is very simple. When I receive this thing is, I believe it's $100, but I only pay for $10. What I perceive as $10, well, come deal. Worth it. I will come back for you again. Right now. You give mm. me a $100 product, uh, but I, I only pay for $10. I believe, I perceive this thing is a $100 product, but I only pay for $10. I will still come back for you again. Okay. But the per perception part uh, is, is very difficult. Uh. That one is really very difficult. Uh. Awesome. Yeah, that's where the copy comes in. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's the value. Because at the end of the day, whatever we do, they must be able to deliver value. 
whether it's a perceived value or whatnot, then that's that's mm. where people can feel you. Awesome. Mm. Wow. That's that's like already a lesson. You know, thank I mean, thank you so yeah, much, man. Tifa. And uh, you guys Very are important. in for a treat. You see? Yeah, so many people still staying up to now. Okay, now uh, before we go, thank you so much again, you know, with the slide and I'm just gonna bring it down. Manfred, you're up. Uh, who is up, by the way? Tifa. Who is doing the wow? She's oh, Tifa is doing the wow. So yeah, she's uh, going to do version AI. AI. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Teacher, finally, 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 we found someone. Say, maybe, maybe you want to explain what is called this conversion AI first before I show. We did, we did, we did, we did share conversion we AI. We did cover about conversion AI, but nonetheless, uh, we can talk about that. Uh, yeah. who, who is who is who is ready? Who is in position to talk about conversion AI? Yeah. So you know, uh, nowadays there are a lot of so-called AI tools that's available out in the market. You know some. Primary, especially in the area of copywriting or writing, uh, there are tons of tools out there, some based on the GTP standards, some are proprietary. The idea is tools like this will help you generate ideas for writing, give you some, uh, you know, some phrases or sentences or subject lines, for example, or even can help you with crafting your Facebook ads. So one of the common... Um, concern among copywriters would this copywriting AI replace copywriters? That means I no longer have to talk to Tifa, I no longer have the services. I subscribe to a, a software like Conversion AI and I just put the key points and then the machine will churn out the words and I just copy and paste my Facebook ad scout team, done. So um, we, we, wanted, we wanted Tifa to basically give us an insight because she's been using Conversion AI to a certain extent for her work. And, um, and to see basically, does it, is it a replacement for a copywriter, a human copywriter, or is it actually a tool that could help you in writing? So, Tifa, you going to do the demo for us? Yeah, I'm going to do it yeah. and show us. I mean, but before that, maybe you answer your question first, maybe before we go into that. Uh, I would prefer to do the demo first Come. because that is when you can actually see why do I say what I say? Okay, so you guys, uh, today, tonight, we overrun for sure. Today, okay? yeah. but I don't think you mind. Anyway, teacher is here. Now, Happy that's the conversion run. AI. Okay, okay everybody, shut up and listen. <laughs> mute, uh? Manfred, I mute you now. Okay, Tifa, let's go. Okay, so, um, so this is really the dashboard, and I'm just going to show you a really uh, interesting thing. I think a lot of you are using uh, emails, right? So for, so for emails, there is this uh, framework that a lot of marketers use, which is first you call for attention, then you generate, uh, then you create the interest, then you generate desire, and lastly, you, you call for the action. So just now, I actually tested with... Um, Tested using this, the three marketers show. So I just gave a really simple product description. And let's see what the AI can generate. So this ADA framework can, can be used in many, many different formats. It can be used in email. It can be used in Facebook ads. It can, it, it can even be used in your website and also your landing page. So let's see what it has. So the attention here is... Uh, where the three marketers show is where three marketers interview, mm, not really good. Are you looking for a new podcast? This is okay. 
okay, this is a so as so as you can see, right? The AI is not is not hundred percent there yet because attention, interest, desire, action. What is this? So usually I would just flag this. Okay, so I think this is the most relevant here. Do you want to learn about mar about marketing? The Three Marketers Show is a Facebook and YouTube live stream where three marketers interview digital marketing experts. We're always looking for new guests. Our goal is to provide the best content possible on topics. If you have any questions, we'd love to hear from you, blah, 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 blah. So this one, you, what, uh, if a business owner that doesn't have any copywriting skills, he, he can actually, just copy and paste this. Just copy and paste this. Uh, of course, you remove the words and then you put in some, some of your uh, flow here because it still doesn't flow very nicely. But it actually created 80% of the copy already. So you can actually put it in and, and uh, put it into your Facebook ads. And if, and that is, that is actually what a lot of copywriters think is that if people are is able to just copy and paste, then they do not need copywriters at all. But here's the thing: if uh, when when you're a copywriter, right, for uh, and and you're an experienced one, you would know that this copy is good, but not great enough. There are still a lot of work that needs to be done. For example, do you want to learn about marketing? Like this one is actually very generic. If I were to do it, do you want to learn about digital mar marketing? Uh, but in Facebook ad, there are there are many um, restrictions and rules. And the thing is, these these AI uh, AI writing tools, they they are still unable to create content that that can help you to comply to the to the Facebook ad rules. So in the end, you will still need a copywriter or a media buyer to help you uh, tweak that so that it can, you know, so, so that it can be approved on Facebook. Or, or if you want to change it into, into an email, there are there are there are there are other things that you that you also need to add on. Like let's say if you want to add on about uh, if you want to make this more interesting, if you want to learn about digital mark mar mar marketing. Uh, that is effortless and takes only an hour a time. So this one actually makes it even more compelling, but a copywriter is able to do that when they enhance it. So I would see the AI, the AI copywriting tool as, as a form of, as, as my intern or as my creative uh, idea generation. So they, it, it has taken a, like, like a lot of work off in terms of thinking what to write. I think that's really, um, that's really one of my biggest obstacle is like thinking what to write, thinking how to start. But once, but these, but these uh, AI can actually create tons of angles and it is and it is my job to actually enhance those angles to make it tailored to the to your brand and also your your audience's language and needs 
which is why I still think that it will not replace completely. It, it's actually your personal, your copywriting assistant. It's yeah, a tool. That, that will be my take for it. Yeah. Yes, Manfred. You may, the, you may, Manfred, you may. The you and the your, uh, I think Facebook will definitely flag out for the personal attribution. Confirm will flag out one. Uh. Although sometimes they, they will miss it. Uh, you and the your. But that's, that's some of my main questions. Uh, but So after writing, because copywriting, uh, I can out a lot of times. Uh, some, some people always think they, they, their copy is better than others. Uh. So how do we know this copy will work? How do we measure what is success, what is failure? And just throw inside the Facebook ad two copy version and you see which one is better. Is there an easier version, a easier way to find out uh, whether this copy will work or not, even before running the advertisement or even sending out the email? Any quick send way? Send this copy to your existing customers. Ooh. Send this copy to your existing customers. WhatsApp, Telegram, Facebook Messenger, uh, any sort of uh, medium that you're co they're, 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 communi they're communicating in. Mm. Because I believe that no matter how many opinions that you get, like all these expert opinions, I mean, they are they, they are good, but you wouldn't know it really work until you show it to actual customer. Because mm. in the end, you can write a crappy copy, mm. like crappy copy as in said by other mark other copywriters mm. but if it works on your customers then it works mm. so in I the mean, end it is your customer who who should be the judge of it mm. and Makes the sense. cheapest way to straight away send this to them mm. Good point, mm. and then ask what uh uh and and ask really specific questions not open question like what what do you think right. <laughs> Yeah, specific yeah. question. Maybe you can measure by the call to action. Uh, uh, I think uh, come and buy this ticket now, something like that. Uh, then see whether the two copies sent out, uh, which one has a better response. Uh, who will actually get yeah. more sales? Uh? Okay. It's either you ask them choose which one that uh, that you I like more. One customer will only receive one copy. Uh. The same customer will never receive two copies. Uh. Just want to double check on that's the logistic oh. that you plan already. I think. Yeah, so, for example, 100, that, yeah. 100 customer, 50 will receive version A, 50 will receive version uh -huh. B. Uh. Then we'll see who will win. Uh. The one I might yeah, as well go the... run a B split test. Uh. Send yes, message is more troublesome than yes. split testing, you know, my friend. Mm. I agree. Uh. The market will mm. tell uh, in a way. Mm. This, this is a very yeah. open ended question. This is, no matter how experienced you are as a Facebook advertiser and all that, from my angle, it's very simple. I can't tell. I won't. I mean, I, we would definitely do our best to tailor the best one according to what we believe it is and all. But the market will tell. But of course, the other thing they will take is definitely the experience because Tifa probably have written enough Facebook ads to know what kind of ads would probably work better and all this kind of thing. And the framework of writing, I think it's pretty much on that thing. Because, yeah, when, when you nail on to that, then I think you have to let the market decide. You see, it's very difficult. Just like the other day, people were asking, how can we actually test a pin whether it's going to work? I mean, you just got to pin it out, right? Pinterest. The other day, May was saying the same thing. Without pin it out, who knows? This, this applies to, to Google search ads also. La. You have to yeah. spend money and get data and then finally decide whether you work or not. La. The best the yeah. best person to respond is the market itself. Yeah. And just let it let them respond to you whether it's good or not. Awesome. Wow. One eleven. 
This is a record. This is the longest, I think. This is a record. Yes. I think this is the longest, right? This the, is the, a I mean, record. Before this, the longest was Kenny. Multiple records were broken. One is being the longest show. The second one is getting Manfred to talk the most. Ah, as we yes. suddenly discovered four hidden talent of Manfred. Yeah, so guys, four identities you know, of Manfred. So yeah, four or five. I three. forgot already. Like, but anyway. Prefer. Right. Teacher, so, good, yeah. Uh, one, one last question Melane was asking is there a meaningful size for split testing? Uh, if you're talking about Facebook ads, that's the Nana's topic. But Tifa, you want to take this? Um actually I have not done split testing for my for my current customers yet. So yeah, may, maybe Jason, you have a you have some you have, you have you want to answer this? Uh, no, no, no. I think it, it's a very open-ended question. It's a very difficult question to ask. I mean, we'll say as long as your budget is good, in fact, big or small, you just have to go to the market and, you know, just put to test. Wait, wait, Manfred, Manfred's blocked. Let me bring Manfred up. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, put, put okay, this down. I, I, I let you stay there. I stay down there. Uh, Manfred, uh, you're saying? No, no. I mean, you can put down the slide. Ah. What? Oh, I think we can bring down the screen already for, for this screen yeah, share. Oh, can. okay, 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 okay. Bring okay. Down the screen share. Where is the screen already? Okay, okay. Yeah, ah, yeah. there. So, <laughs> I, I do have a friend who do data analytics. And I think her colleague or some doctor in this thing, I think he did mention roughly the sample size minimum, if I'm not wrong, should be at least 20. But he didn't tell me for what medium. He didn't tell me for what medium. Two uh, zero. Two zero. That's the minimum. Two zero. Facebook ads cannot run, my friend. Yeah, but I say minimum. Minimum. Ah, that's why it's a very open ended question. I don't even know uh, speed testing on the web platform. Uh, maybe platform. email lah. Right? Say example email, you have an audience of 20. Uh, email, la. email, then Andrews. Email, you need at least 1,000. You need 1,000 to do an A B test. To give you statistically relevant uh, data, at least 1,000. Yeah, I, I think generally is that the bigger the sample size, the more the accurate the, the, yeah. the data is. Yeah, of course, yeah. of course, of course. But sometimes uh, you don't have so many customers and sometimes. So you will come back to like the Facebook or custom audience was smaller size, minimum 100, la, optimum 1000. Minimum optimum is 1000. I guess it's a different story. La. But anyway, it's, yeah, but thanks for the question. Okay, I think we are lagging. Was uh, it me? I'm lagging. Yeah. I think we are lagging. <laughs> Either here and there. But anyway, Rin was saying thank you to all of us. Thank you. But Rin was saying, do you want a marathon watch? Oh, yeah, that's five hours plus. Beware of that. You know, just, <laughs> you know, have fun on that. All right. So, uh, yeah, thank you, guys. Uh, we still have 11 people staying up to now. You guys are wow. awesome. Thank you Tifa. so much for Tifa, staying with us. You're good. Because Tifa is here. And uh, probably because of Manfred, that's why we got to let him give him the credit a bit. You know? <laughs> because he's shine, you know, today. Then, yeah, you know, it's, it's it become very interesting. So, guys. Thank you so much for staying up to now. Thank you, Tifa, for being here. Join us for our backstage afterwards. Don't, don't. Uh, yeah, Tifa, leave. you don't leave yet. You know, we yeah. come, come back to the backstage. Yeah, we're yeah, yeah, still yeah. backstage. We're going to end this. All right, guys, uh, this is the Tree Marketing Show. I'm Jason, uh, together with my uh, co host, Manfred and Andrew, and we have a guest today, Tifa Ong. Uh, yeah, this is what we do on a Wednesday night, but we don't overrun this long all the time. So this is just yes. a very occasional thing but it's fun right i don't think you're complaining now next week the same time wednesday night at 10 p.m we're gonna do the same thing over here we do not know who are the who is our who's gonna be our guest yet but stay tuned it's gonna be fun all right next week i'll uh, we'll see each other again at the same time thank you so much guys i'll see you next week bye thank you have a good evening cheers have a good one bye bye, bye. bye.